Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. The following program is intended for immature audiences only. Don't think, just listen. Coast to coast, border to border, and around the world, you're going online with Bill Alexander. everyone, yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with Bill Alexander here on WMCK.FM and also on Fayette TV Channel 77 and italknet.com as we broadcast from the Phil Giannetti Motor Studios high atop High Street in Brownsville, Pennsylvania. If you're looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle, give Jip a call at 724-785-6800 or stop by his website, Phil Giannetti Motors. Dot com. Well, tonight we're going to have some more fun. We had fun the other night with the uh, comedy coach, Neil Lieberman, and we're going to stay in that same vein tonight as we're talking to a, uh, let's see, how do I want to put it? A singer, an impressionist, a comedian, all wrapped into one. It's the man with the voice who just happens to be funny. On the phone line right now, we have... Tony Pace. Tony, how are you doing? I am awesome. I am simply awesome. The man with the voice who just happens to be, I don't know who came up with that, but you know what? I got to tell you, there was one, one, it just brings back one specific memory that um, I was in, in Atlantic City and this press, I don't remember his name. uh, He said, you know what? Uh, The best way to explain what you do is you're like, you're like, um, how did he put it? Um, um, if you take um, um, Andrea Bocelli, Bill, uh, who's the comedian? Oh God, Billy Sammy Davis Jr. Billy Crystal, and Billy Crystal, and, and put them all together, you get Tony Pace. And I was like, I, I just melted. I'm, it's like, oh my God, putting me in that in that um, level of of whatever you want to call it. I uh-huh. mean, to, with the grapes. Um, I, I just told him, I, Hey, look, I'm here for the buffet. <laughs> That's it. So Tony, give my audience a little background about who you are and how you got started. I, um, I got started probably, um, uh, the better part of 40 years ago. Um, as, um, uh, I, I learned all of these different instruments and the mother of necessity, every time I would step on stage, a little bit something else came into light. Um, I would be a singer. Um, I started actually, you know, the best memory was the sixth grade. My uh, And I've got all the respect and, and honor to, to all of the teachers out there. I tell you, they do not get enough accolades because there was a, um, a teacher, Mr. Guerrero, and he heard me singing in the hall one day, sixth grade, and said, "Tony, you need to, you need to, um, um, to, to, to be part of the show." Mm-hmm. And it was a sixth grade play, and it was Oliver, and and I got cast as Oliver. Now I didn't up until that point in time, I didn't know that uh, that I had a voice, that uh, that I could do anything. But when I sat there, and I remember, you remember those? I don't know how old you are, Bill, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna predate here. You know the uh, those film strip uh, projectors, yes, with the, that you you advance well. Okay, so you're pretty much the same age as me. I'm Good. in the, I'm, um, in, I'm in my so, mid fifties. Uh, yeah, there you go. We're we're in the same 
we're on the same boat. Okay. And um, and I'm sitting there singing "Where Is Love" on the edge of the stage, and and I I can see the that the guy holding the film strip, and I'm singing "Where Is Love," and I'm watching these parents in tears, and I'm like, I, I mean, I don't remember how old I was. What sixth grade? Twelve? Ten? About nine, that? Yeah. Know. And yeah, and and um and I'm watching these these mothers in tears and I'm going, wow, this is kind of cool. <laughs> and, and, and from that point, um, I mean, I always, I always wanted to be uh, in some type of music, something to do with music. And, and from singing <clears throat> from theater, I went through high school and theater with bands and, and went through the, the playing weddings and, and, uh, and high school dances, and then uh, when I hit when I hit um, a graduated high school, I just went to a manager and said, "Listen, um, I um, I want to go professional. I want to travel the world." Okay. And uh, and the gentleman that got me got me started. His name was Eve Dakota, and boy, you know I owe him a lot. And um, and all of these people that have been part of my life throughout that have come in and out of my life. And I've, from that point on, from 18, I traveled, I traveled the, the country, I traveled Canada, I, and I've traveled the world. And it has been an incredible roller coaster ride. Absolutely. So you, you, when we talked before we came on the air tonight, you mentioned that you've done different venues from uh, Atlantic City, Las Vegas, cruise ships, and clubs around the United States. Which is your favorite place to perform? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, I uh, yeah, the answer is yes. Okay. Yes. Um, um, I. You know what? The I love variety. Okay. And um, and and I've uh, look. I I sang the national anthem. And I take full credit for breaking uh, the Red Sox curse because um, when I sang the national anthem at Fenway, it was during Baltimore game, and they started winning shortly afterwards and won the series. Um, that was thirty thousand people. Okay, and it was just it was just an incredible moment. Um, and then I got hired to sing um, at a high level. <laughs> a high level business meeting where all of these uh, these executives were coming together there were six of them having breakfast and i just and i had to get knock them out of their sh their shell and get them out of their comfort zone okay so between between the cabaret you know there's uh, there's the the cabaret style there's the the theater style i will tell you this my favorite is um, the style that I get to engage with the audience, um, even on you know on on a, in a theater production, it's that curtain. You you know the the what I'm talking about, right? The, yeah. That curtain, that and and that just doesn't work for me. Um, I love I love being able to just um, step on stage and there is no curtain. I just go after the audience, and and whether I have uh, twenty people or or a thousand people, um, I you know the the object of the evening is to have fun, um, and you know so is that sort of answer your question? Yeah, it, it does. And what's also really impressive is is talking to you. I can tell how much you enjoy doing it just by listening to you because you have the oh. excitement in your voice. Like this is it. This is, this is me. This is who I oh, am. God, yeah. And that is, and that is just wonderful because after 40 years of doing this, I would be afraid that it was the same thing night after night, but I've been watching no. some of your videos that are online. And honestly, it looks like you, yeah. you can read an audience really well and you're able to play to them every night. And that's the whole thing is, um, it, you know, the majority of what I do is, is on an improv scale. So, so if I, if I feel that I need to go into, into a different direction, then I do it. It's a little more difficult when I have a band, but when I've got great musicians, I'll tell you, I can change gears and uh, and I can go wherever wherever my heart um, you know feels as though that it, that I need to go. Um, I got to tell you a funny one. The uh, 
uh, we were just we were in uh, uh, North Carolina, uh, Banner Elk, and what an amazing theater that that was. Um, and I saw the the um, the testimonials that they wrote. You know, it's sort of that that um, all of the critiques. Right. And uh, there were so many critiques. Now there the critiques were there was he had too much energy. <laughs> Yeah, he had too much energy, and and that's like okay, that's awesome. <laughs> if that's a if that's a downfall, you know, um, you know, uh, I'll take it. I'll yeah, take exactly. It. So. I mean, that that's I had the same thing happen to me 30 some years ago when a radio station wouldn't hire me because I said they told me that I had too much energy and I was too peppy for their station. I'm going. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Really? Well, I'll go next. I'll go to the next <laughs> one. Um, and the yeah, funny thing that, is, the program director that did that to me, we we eventually became good friends. Never worked for it, but we became oh, good friends. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So, when when you when you do this now, I I was like I said, I was watching this, and it looks to me like you have something for everyone. But where do you figure oh, your yes. your average demographic of your audience is? My demographics um, is, um, uh, is squarely in the forty. Uh, 40 and up range. Okay. 40 and up. But I do have, if I have, um, if I have uh, 18 year olders and or, you know, younger or, or children mm-hmm. um, now uh, in the audience, then uh, look, I can go into Bruno Mars. I can go into Eminem. I can do uh, a bunch of other stuff and, um, you know, and still. Um, Disney characters, and and you know, I can I can give them a little something. Okay. Um, what I try not to do is 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 just do everything for only one demographic. Right. I I have got to read who I have in front of me, and then and then I go, you know, um, the show is a timeline. So as I'm going down the timeline, if if I hit 1970s, and I and and I get a roar, and I know that the majority of, of of who's in front of me is is part of the seventies. Right. Then I'll stick with the seventies for a little while, and because that's where that's where the demographics is, and then I move and and you know move in and out of that. Um, but forty to forty forty to um, hundred and, and, and sixty two <laughs> is the um, um, I can't do anything from. From one hundred and sixty-three on. On yeah, it. I, I know, can imagine that'd be I'm, difficult. I'm, I'm sorry. Actually, I know one from one hundred and sixty-four. Okay. Um, ha- happy birthday <laughs> to you. No. <laughs> um, I was I was watching one of the videos and you went you were doing Gangnam Style, which I thought was hilarious just to watch you, and then you went into Gary Puckett. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And it was like, yeah. wait a minute, this guy actually does have range. But I will say this. You did. Um, oh, heck. The song was from Jane, the Americans. I can't think of it right now. Oh, Caramia. Yeah. You have one heck of a range because it, it, when, when I was like, I wasn't really watching the screen. And I thought that's who I was listening to for that moment. And you do. You you are able to take on the personality of the song and the performer that you're doing. I love you. Caramia was, uh, and has been sort of a, a signature piece, uh-huh. uh, for, for the better part of, of all, any time that I've been on stage. As a matter of fact, there, it was funny. Uh, there was one night we had, um, uh, there was a snowstorm in new England. We had probably a dozen people that made it. The club owner said, listen, Tony, you know what, we've got these people that came. It's getting bad outside, but can you do something for them? Well, <laughs> I I started with Caramia, and I said, what would you like to hear? Tonight is all about you. And they said, sing it again. And they had me sing Caramia five times, <laughs> back to back. And I and, and, it, and I and they said, do it again. And I said, come on, guys. I can't. That's like, but, but it had become such a such an incredible piece and jay jay black and all of them you know gary puckett all yeah. um all of those guys the, you know the 60s and the, and the 70s talk about an era of vocalists oh yes um, that that had to that had to put it out there on the line um there was no 
I don't think that there was any tuning, um, auto tuning back then. And, um, and you had to, you know, you had to, to, to do, it was like do or die. And that's what I loved. And that's still the way I, when I step on stage, you know, somebody said to me there, I'm sorry, we only have, um, you know, uh, whatever it is. And I keep saying, look, the empty chairs don't care. Right. So that's it, you know, so we do, we do what we can, but I love, I love those, uh, uh, those, uh, you know, those artists. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, October 1st starts the, uh, the new show called icons. Oh, really? And, uh, my, my new show. Yeah. I, um, I wanted to pay tribute to all of these, these, these people that, you know, you look at David Bowie, for example, talk about an, an, an icon, someone who reinvented himself and did uh, from Ziggy all the way up until his, his last day. Right. He just put it out there. And, you know, artists like that, uh, uh, Charlie Chaplin, I mean, going through the, the decades. So uh, October 1st, that's that's uh, it's called Icons. So a tribute to the 60s, 70s and 80s. So what are some of the performers you're going to be doing then? On uh, on the um, for the Icons? Yeah, um, it's going to it's going to range from Charlie Chaplin. Um, um, David Bowie is going to be one of them. Michael Jackson, okay. Prince. Um, the, the, um, uh, artists like, um, um, uh, you know, when it, when it comes to that, that I got to answer the question right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, ah! um, Marty, we got to get back to the future. Okay. Um, we have to, uh, uh you know, uh, uh, journey, uh, journey all of, you know, okay. um, you know that type of stuff. So, so you're basically doing you're you're doing that time period, and again, you're going to have a lot of recognizable music in that. And the and like I said before, the shows that I've watched you do, you've done Michael Jackson. Uh, one of the funny right. ones that you do is uh, Willie Nelson and Julio Iglesias. Oh God! With to all the girls yeah. I've loved before, which is a great yep. classic song. However, right. I think it's one of those songs that everybody forgot about. And then when you come out on stage, it's like, hey, I've heard this before. And then they can relate to it. Well, it, it was funny because when I used to do To All the Girls, um, it, it they came a period of time where everybody was doing it. So so I, I just kept thinking, you know, I got to get rid of it. I got to get rid of it. Please let me get rid of it. And And everybody around me is like, no, you can't get rid of it. And I've added so many twists and turns and, and stuff to, to, the, uh, to the routine. Um, and that's part of, uh, of the growth of the routines as well. And it, sometimes it takes, it can take years um, for a routine to, to develop because I start adding and subtracting and everything else. But to all the girls has truly just become a classic. So and um, and it's just so much fun. So the so you said the icons is starting October first. What the act that you're doing now? What do you call it? The, the act I'm doing now is is a timeline. Okay, um, and it's just the Tony Pace show. Um, and I really don't. Um, you know, there's a part of of the um, of the show that I'll do impersonations. Like uh, probably uh, uh, the last half hour of the show. Okay, I'll I'll start I'll do you know more on the impersonation stuff, but but what I really wanted to focus on with regards to icons um, is um, is truly the, the artists, and I've been I've been asking and just seeing what. Um, what people want and um and i think i've got it i i think i've got it down so oh. the format the format's going to be a little different we're going to add more on the video and um and uh, things to that nature there okay so in, in the in your uh the timeline you do now i also saw that you do louis armstrong and you and you do uh the 
the, the, when you sing like him, does that strain your voice or are you able to do it without hurting yourself? Because to me, doing that for two or three minutes would, would, uh, I think would, would actually strain your vocal cords. I, um, um, I place the, um, the, <clears throat> the, uh, the, the, how I do it in a certain way okay. uh, that it does not, that it does not now. If I, uh, and, and I don't know if you noticed, but one of the things that I do is um, I used to do the whole tune as Louis Armstrong. And what I, what I started doing, and I've been doing long, is um, um, I'll, I'll start the song, and, and for probably about a minute, I will sing the song, first verse, and call, you know, in my own voice. And then I... Okay. And then... I, and then I say, and I remember watching him, and his voice came out. And then I just go into the Louis Armstrong, um, and just sort of a verse, chorus, and out, just to give a small snippet and just a memory of um, of his voice and his character. Um, I I started doing it that way, and it was interesting that one audience member, and I remember. Um, when I realized that it was working, one audience member actually said, "Wow, he doesn't sound anything like Louis Armstrong." And then I went into it, and he goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and that was, you know, it was like, and and it was awesome. It was just sort of that that validation that right. okay, very cool, you know. Um, now Joe Cocker, um, throughout the forty years. And, and that's the one thing I'm I'm taking taking on forty years of of I, I've done more material in forty years and pretty much everybody that that during that period of sixties seventies and eighties I've I've performed them all and i and uh, the the fun part now is going back to um, like Boss Gags will probably be in there. Um, and there are so many artists that I don't do now um, and are not a part of, but they will be in the, uh, the icons. So when you when you do the performances and I know the Louis Armstrong and the Willie Nelson, Julio Iglesias that you have fun with, do you try to impersonate them up front or does it just come along when you start singing the song? I'm not sure I understand. So, so um, I, my question is: Is it? Would you do you practice on the impersonation before you do the song, or do you do the song and then the impersonation comes along? Because when you when you uh, when you rehearse, well, uh, both okay. actually, um, and and during the performances, and this is where the improv situation comes into play. Um, I was in Atlantic City, and one night, um, somebody, you know, I said, um, what would you like to hear? And somebody yelled out, William Hung. <laughs> yeah. and, and I went, William Hung? And I said, who's William Hung? And, um, and they, uh, the, the guy actually had him on his phone, okay. and he played it, and I just went, okay. And, and, and that's where... Um, shebang, yeah. uh, you know, I started doing shebang and it would, and it became uh, the next night. I just kind of incorporated it okay. and it became, it was hilarious. Um, now somebody like William, um, Willie and Julio was definitely, I had to, I really had to rehearse and l watch the mannerisms, um, um, uh, see the, the character, and then and then figure out what is it that I'm I'm going after. Is it the voice? Is it the mannerisms? Like Tom Jones, it's it's um, it's a mannerism of a of a dance that I do. Okay. More than the voice. Um, so I, I I hope I answered your question. No, you you, you know you, it's a little bit of all. You did because I, I I wonder because a lot of people when they hear the music even in their subconscious, they hear the artist singing it a lot of the times. Right. And I think if you add the mannerisms or just do a vocal inflection like that performer, then they're able to get more enjoyment out of it. 
And I think that's right. very interesting. Now, do you enjoy doing impersonations? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love I love being able to um, um, to 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 be able to say to have somebody say, yeah, you nailed share. OK, you nailed, you know, and, and some of these artists. Well, how do you um, do share? Um, very carefully. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what? It just, um, it, uh, I don't do her in, uh, in the outfit. It just, oh. that's wrong. <laughs> that is wrong. No, 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 no. Um, now Tina Turner on the other hand is a different story. Okay. But, um, but you know, the, um, share, it's just, um, and, and again, that was one night that I was in a club and I started singing um, a share tune and um, and I just had her her tone, her her mind, you know, in my head. And I started just making believe I was mimicking okay. and impersonating. And it just came out and everybody went, oh, my God. Um, and I just said, OK, it's time to. To, you know, put her in in the midst of it, and little by little, um, I, I really didn't. Uh, I was a singer. I was a show band. I, I was a singer, and we had a ball. Uh, I had I had the best musicians in the eighties and the and okay seventies and eighties, um, and and the guys that I performed with were just the backbone of, of they were they've gone on they have gone on to be. Um, icons themselves in the uh, in you know in this industry, um, both in the, the the mixing end of it and uh, it just all of it, and it just does my heart good to see uh, all of that happen. Well, and uh, that 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 is really cool. That really is. So, as, as you said, you're you basically started out as a singer and then incorporated right. this stuff into your act then. Yeah, I, okay. I started as a singer, um, and impersonations really didn't come into play. Probably, you, you know, uh, I got to say the probably the very first one was uh, um, um, Michael Jackson. Okay, back in that period of time, I used to dress. I just thought it was cool. I um, I put on uh, the the leather outfit and and you know and and did the moonwalk and all the rest of that. I had, I had worked out that whole routine. Um, but I didn't see myself as an impersonator. Um, I just, you know, I just saw myself as I'm a club singer. I'm a, uh, a singer, uh, in a show band and, and the, the criteria for a show band is to entertain right and whether i was doing mac the knife and and sitting on people's laps or um and that was the other thing is that going out into the audience that became such a such a an incredible piece of uh, of knowledge and opportunity because i would sit i'd actually you know i would go out into the audience and I'd sit on guys' laps um, because I realized if I sat on the guys' laps, they were less threatened by wow. me with their girlfriends and everything else, and they relaxed, and, and everybody had fun. Right. Um, and it just became, it became a party night. Um, we had, you know, the choreography. So, so the impersonations, little by little by little by little, started infiltrating and and um you know joining into the show um the comedy i would say the comedy came in as well um sort of as a as a part of all of it and um and everything sort of gelled at the same time where all of a sudden i became you know what, what the industry was as an entertainer um but you know, the one thing that I've noticed is this, Bill, is the once you start doing impersonations, then the industry just kind of figures, OK, he's an impersonator. OK, so you know what I mean? It's oh, like, I, yeah, because they're, um, they're branding you, had, you. Right, right. You Like you had on um, April, 
Um, <laughs> April, I can't remember the, her name. Uh, the, ventri- uh, the ventriloquist I had on, yes. The ventriloquist, right. Now, now she's funny as hell, and, and she's an incredible ventriloquist as yes. well. But, but automatically, um, they just, you know, the industry just kind of goes, oh, okay, you know, this is what you do. Um, and they, uh, and I think part of it is they like, they, they need to be able to advertise and, and brand and it, and it's easier to, to just pick one. Um, uh, and the cruise ships are, are, you know, are uh, cruise ships, Vegas, they, they just want one, um, one brand or one item that they can push out there. Right. It's too hard to, to, to to sell um, a multifaceted uh, widget. That's that, that's interesting. I, that's I, I, I would I would have never thought that because I would assume the more talents or the more that you bring to the stage, it's better to market you that way because you are a well-rounded entertainer. Instead of just doing one and off, you're actually able to branch off in different things, especially if you're able to read your audience going, okay, this may not right. be working. I can switch into this right now and then find whatever works and then continue with that the rest of the show. To me, that's what I want on stage. Right. You you would think, but that that becomes difficult to, to market. Really? I mean, think about the, uh, yeah, it, it just becomes difficult to market. Um, it, but it, it it's, it's not, it, the marketing is getting people on the stage, right? They do. They do love the fact once I'm there, then they do love the fact that I can do all of these different things and that keeps the people there. Right. But it, but, um, but they want ease of marketing and it's a lot easier to market, you know, um, that the that one talent uh, come see and and see him do this. Right. Um, Michael Bublé, perfect example. Have you seen Michael? Yes, I have. And he's he, he does impersonation. Yeah, he's very talented. Absolutely. And yet, you don't think of him as doing impersonations. You think of him as a singer. Exactly. So and that's what they market. And I get so, that. You know, but it's but that's fine. You know, that's the the key is for them to get people in the seats. Um, you know, one of the things that I I, I stress to other entertainers because I I help I help others as well um, is the fact that you know the one most important item that we as entertainers can need to keep in our heads is that we are commodities right we're a commodity we're like coke and pepsi and we can't take it personal um when when somebody says you know um uh, we don't we don't want you it's just like no we we're looking for pepsi like your your situation with the the guy that said that that uh, you were too much energy perfect example is they were looking for somebody else but you know that was that was a that was that um, situation. Yeah, you know, that, that's that, why all you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. In that moment in time, you're exactly right. You're listening to WMCK.FM and also watching us on Fayette TV Channel 77 in Uniontown. And you're also watching us streaming at italknet.com. If you'd like to give a call and talk to Tony, the number is 724-505-1955. And if you have any questions for Tony, you're more than welcome to join us. Again, the number is 724-505-1955. And uh, Tony, so you've been doing impersonations. You do a little bit of comedy. You main purpose of the act is singing. What is your favorite impersonation? Louis Armstrong has got to be my favorite. Um, as far as a singer is concerned. Okay. I just love, I love the, um, um, the, you know, the, the, uh, everything he encompassed. Um, and there are some that I used to do, but like you said, you know, the, uh, it doesn't hurt your voice. Joe Cocker, was for example when we were doing a uh, when I was doing a uh, sort of a Woodstock um, you know segment and um, and I had to stop because his voice just was, was doing damage and 
God love these guys that can that can pull uh, Joe Cocker off and some of these others. Um, the uh, Pat Benatar was yes. uh, was <laughs> he was back in in the day. She was my favorite, and um, uh, you know, and I I'd come on. We would we would open the show. We did an Air Force tour, all the Air Force bases in the United States. Okay, and um, and the band would say, "Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're terribly sorry. Our lead singer um, is ill and could not, can't perform tonight." Um, and you'd hear the guys going, "Oh, you know what? Hold on a second. There's there. One of the waitresses said she can fill in. Hold on." And they'd start hit me with your best shot, and I would start singing, and and. I had her down. I mean, it was like I had her down, and um, and I come on stage, and all of a sudden you hear the guys going, "No, that's just wrong." <laughs> oh, that's that's good. It was that... So much fun. It was fun. So much fun. But but I will tell you, you know what? As you get older, our voices change. Right. So, um, one of the things that that you know I've noticed is. Um, an artist that I used to impersonate back, you know, 20, 30 years ago or whatever, you know, try to impersonate, um, whatever that time period, I, I try it now and it's like, it just doesn't sit right in with my voice. Right. So, so I just have to, you know, what I don't want to do is destroy my voice for the sake of an impersonation. Um, and that's why I don't, you know, I don't. Uh, Rich Little, um, and there are guys that just—that's all they do, day in, day out. They are impressionists and impersonators, and they—you know—my hat is off to them because that's all they do. Right. Um, and um, and I just love doing that whole variety of things. Um, that just keeps people in my, on the edge of their seats. Um, when if you 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 perform you've prepared for a show, you're I don't know where you're at. You're somewhere in the mid mid United States. You're performing, and something doesn't go over with the audience. Either they do, they're not familiar with the song, they don't like the song, whatever it may be. Have you had that right. situation happen to you before, where it just goes stone silent? Oh yeah, okay. absolutely, and and you know, and that when something doesn't work, um, that is just <clears throat> that's just a a snippet. So that um, because most of my material and I there's a science to me there's a science to everything that that I do. Okay, and I I I keep track of and have been have been keeping track. I've got a I've. I've got a list and a, and a spreadsheet of if you were born at during this time, this time period or this year, as of this date, this is the period of time. This is the type of material that you would like. Um, and the 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 biggest thing that that as artists we have to keep in mind is the attention span, which used to be you know, in the four-minute range, is now down to, I think, about a minute and 36 seconds. Okay. So so one of the things that I've <clears throat> built in is the majority of the things that I do so that it's enjoyable, that, so I feel that it's enjoyable for my audience, is the, uh, if you look at the shows, everything is pretty much under two minutes and and. And I get the biggest kick out of uh, the bands that come in because the majority, 90% of all of the shows that I do with the bands, these are guys that just show up and we rehearse before the show. We get an hour or two hours, depending on how long the show is. They're looking at the material for the first time. We go over it and it, and it's off and running. And these guys are always amazing. But but they look at the book and all of the sheet music, and we're doing, you know, um, a perfect example on a cruise ship. Um, I will give them 25, 26 songs, and, and it's a 45-minute show. 
So they kind of go, you do know that it's a 45 minutes, right? <laughs> that we're not going to go for two hours, right? And, you know, and the, um, the importance is the run of the show is so fast and so energetic, and, and it just covers all the different spectrums of music that, mm-hmm. that I don't want anybody to look at their watches um, during during a show. I want them engaged. I want people just to forget about their phone bills, their, their whatever the problems are in their lives, and just, you know, uh, life is just too hard out there sometimes. Right. And I just, when they come and see... I just want them to enjoy. I want them to forget. I want them to be there in the moment, enjoy. And and if you go back to, uh, while if I'm doing Unchained mem- um, Melody and and they go back to their you know their first kiss or their dancing with their husbands or whatever it was, you know that is the best um, the, the best compensation that I could have. And I and you know. Um, and I've had, and I've been honored when people come up to me and say, listen, my husband passed away, you know, a month ago and I, and it's been tough, but, but you brought a smile to my face and it's like, what, you know, what better validation of relevance right. can you get, um, than something like that, than being on this earth. And I'll tell you, you know, uh, Bill, my my hope is always to leave this every single day a little bit better than than when I found it. That's just. So I see on August thirtieth you're going to be performing at an Italian festival, and the reason I bring this up, when you're performing at events like this, do you focus more of your show on say the crooners like uh, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett? Oh yeah, that kind of stuff because that's what you think oh, yeah. the audience wants to see. Well, and and I I check in advance um, to see uh, because I've done Italian festivals and I've had Italian festivals where they've where they've told me you know what the Italian the, we don't have that many Italians anymore so so just keep the we really don't want you to do Italian music <laughs> <It's> <laughs> okay like, okay <laughs> um, but but I know. I know this um, uh, this festival I've done, and I haven't been back in, in the New England area for a while. But but um, I know, and I and I will be doing you know Italian music, and and it will be geared towards uh, the Italian community and telling it and, and, and anecdotes and and dozy dotes and little dancey divey. But um, uh, and kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? Um, You're gonna break into uh, Sammy K oh for God. me right now, are you? Uh. <laughs> When your old wedding <laughs> ring was new, Jimmy Rosselli, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Um, so you know, yes, I will do for the Italian festival. I'll do uh, more, um, more Italian. Now, okay. the the challenge the challenge is because um, is uh, to keep a balance because now I will have uh, you know a sea of hopefully more than three people. But um, <laughs> I have people show up. Um, well, two of them will be my one, my mother, my aunt, and then maybe my my sister. If well, that's another story. But um, what I what I have to do, in, and it becomes a little difficult, is because people will be there and they want to see the the stuff that I used to do because they remember. Right. It's like going to a Tom Jones going to uh, some concert, you know, go to Journey and, and Journey all of a sudden seeing Christmas carols. No, I, you know, they want to hear. Um, so I've got to, I've got to make sure that I can, I can keep that balance uh, to keep everybody happy. And that becomes a little, little more difficult, but I, you know, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll do my best to give everybody what they want. Because I, I see that being difficult because I've been to concerts before. The last one I went to was years ago. I saw Paul McCartney. And everybody, of course, wants to hear the Beatles stuff and wants to hear yeah. the Wings stuff. But they don't want to hear his new stuff. 
and he's there trying right. to promote a new CD. So I can understand where you're running into that issue. That if they saw you ten sure. years ago, they loved you ten years ago. That's what they want to hear now, because that's how they remember exactly. you. Yeah, that that makes a lot of yeah. sense. And uh, they and they always, you know, they they're trying to stay new and 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 you know current and reinvented and everything else. Um, the some of it is like when I'm when I'm performing at at a, a casino I I keep it fresh because and change um, a lot every if I'm doing five nights in a row every, all five shows are different right because people come back people come back and I want I want there to be new stuff for them uh, the problem comes that that I've that I've experienced is the next night, I, I, you know, if I cut out Willie and Julio, all of a sudden they, they, the people come back and go, why didn't you do Willie and Julio? We just brought like six couples and we told them how about Willie and Julio and they're and, and, and I, and you didn't do it. And it's like, Oh, you can't win. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, the staples again, you, you hit the nail on the head. If they saw me 10 years ago or, or whatever, they're expecting, you know, um, they expect, um, you, you know, the, a certain something that, uh, that they remember you doing. Um, they still, you know, people, when, when they come to a show that, that have been following me for 30 years, they still expect God, God bless the USA. Cause I used to, you know, from 1984 until, you know, uh, I don't even remember when I stopped using it as a closer because it was an incredible tune. Right. Yeah. Um, and they they would, you know, people, my audiences would they would bring flags and lighters. And I mean, you know, uh, they're all uh, you, you see this sea of and they were prepared because they knew that that's what was going to happen. And when it doesn't. It just kind of it lets them down, right? You know, and have, have but uh, go ahead. Have you ever have you ever um, met or had somebody in the audience that you're impersonating and come up to you afterwards saying, "You know what? You were spot on. I don't think I could do myself better than that." <laughs> um, I have not had uh, them them in the audience. Okay. Um, no, I have not had them in the audience. Um, I have had um, someone who knew, like Cher in Vegas, uh, somebody, a, a, a friend of, and um, and they came up to me afterwards and said, oh, my God, I closed my eyes and I, and I, <laughs> and I thought it was her. Um, and, um, you know, and there were certain um, uh, Gary Puckett's, Gary Puckett's, uh, uh, in-laws were were at a show in Atlantic City, uh -huh. and they were just, you know, they came up and and you know gave me accolades, you know, for at least, and and he's still out there. performing, oh, yeah. So it's really cool to see. Now, really cool to see. Do you have you ever done a show where you just focus on one entertainer's music, or do you feel the need to do uh, sampling of pretty much everybody to give the audience what they want? Um. I, I believe I've done I've done featured, but not artists. I've okay. done featured um, like Broadway. I've oh, done okay. a, a sort of a featured Broadway show, um, and um, and you know that type of stuff. Um, the Icon Show is probably uh, one of the more featured um, criteria where I'm. I'm focusing on 60s, 70s, and 80s, and I'm going to stay within that spectrum. Um, and I, I think it, I'm, I really want to um, show off the, um, the artists that are true icons. Okay. You know, I bring back Charlie, Charlie Chaplin. Um, you know, th these are artists that were known around the world. Um, you know Marilyn Monroe. The, the you know uh, again David Bowie. These are artists that were truly made a, a, an imprint around the world. Uh -huh. But um, I wish I wish some of these artists um, were uh, were in the audience. And, and uh, hopefully I'm not making fun of them. I, I've 
started to, uh, you know, I, I, there are some artists that I'll poke a little fun at, but I've started to really kind of feel like, uh, maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> um, and um, so I've been, uh, you know, taking out a lesson or I've been taking out, you know, the, the, the poking fun okay. parodies are okay right but poking fun of, of somebody you know um is a different story so um i'm on your website right now and i see that there is a uh, uh an icon or a whatever you want to call it um that you do um help us help those in needs honoring the uniform what is that all about um and i tell the story um and uh, see if I can do this real quick. I, I the story is I used used to um, uh, strap a guitar across my back, went to veterans hospitals, and mm-hmm. a friend of mine, Rob Shirelli, and myself, and we would sit at the bedsides and sing for these veterans, and it really changed my life. Um, I got a chance to meet a World War One veteran, um, and um, and I made a comment of, "Sir, I I didn't get a chance to wear the uniform," and he said, "Son." Um, not everybody wears uh, this uniform, but everybody wears a uniform. You just have to figure out what uniform it is, uh-huh. and 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 use it to the best of your ability. And I I, I started fundraising and helping veterans and every any which way I can. Um, wrote a tune called "Help Me Make This Place My Home Again," and all of the proceeds go you know was going to and goes to. Um, the these organizations. One of the organizations I was helping and continue to is Veterans Count. Um, they have they have grown exponentially, and it's so great. They've helped so many people. But um, uh, I do fundraising, and um, and my goal is when I have funds available, I meet vets along the way and. To be able to, like, I met one guy that uh, um, he needed a, uh, he ended up, he's got cancer, uh, couldn't work, needs an air conditioning unit, uh-huh. and, you know, we're trying to help him in that respect. So those are the things that, you know, any anything I can do. So uh, so for, for those reasons, we started, I started the, um, um, help me make the, the, um, Honoring the uniform because uh-huh. we wanted, we needed for for the for the overall footprint, we needed a, a nonprofit organization in order to give money away, and and talk about a learning curve. You know, I was giving money away, and at the end of the year, I I my accountant's going, okay, you owe you owe you know X Y Z to the government, and I'm like, well, what are you talking about? I I gave all that money away, and and it's like, no, it's not the way it works. Ah. So. Yeah, it was just it's it was an eye-opening experience. So so we started the the uh the 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 nonprofit honoring the uniform and we started giving money to and for uh veterans and then after the Vegas um that that situation um we we changed the charter and started helping first responders oh, okay. um as well um so that became very, very uh, important to us as well, because uh, like military and veterans, the first responders um, are the guys who are, are running in the building right. while the fire, while everybody's running out. Right, so right. they deserve all respect as well. Well, that sounds that sounds um, really honorable. Is there a way that, that regular people like myself or that can actually um, donate to the organization? Yeah, I mean, if you go on um, on my website, I believe there's a uh, donate um, uh, donate button. Okay. Uh, if you go on the uh, GoFundMe, we have on the uh, if you go to GoFund GoFundMe. Okay. Um, we are we have a presence there as well, um, and um, and uh, I believe they've set up a honoring the uniform web page as well. Um, so those are the things that, uh, um, you know, those are the, uh, the 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 ways that people can uh, can donate. That again, that sounds that sounds fantastic. It's hard to believe we've almost 
talked for a whole hour. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm dead serious. Time flies when you're having fun. Um, but I haven't. A- I haven't asked you a damn thing. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I, I'm. I'm. I've talked all this time, and you, and I have not asked you. I've not. What kind of a host? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so so so. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Whatever you want to ask. No, 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 no. I just. Uh, you know what? I. I you you alluded to and and you're absolutely right i love i love what i do uh-huh. um i love watching people smile and um and the the best part you know and uh, let me put it this way though um to all the entertainers <clears throat> please do not um uh, think that there are times where i step that every single time that i'm happy every single moment of the day and everything else Life is just not that way, but but I will tell you, there are times where I've just I have not wanted to step on stage, and I'm just like, oh God, dude, yeah, I can please imagine. help me, and and you know there we all experience that. That's part of who who you know of, of our lives. There are times where we don't want to do it, right? But the beauty of it is is you know you get on there and you start doing. And the energy kicks in, and the audience just, just, you take one look, and it just, and it just kicks into high gear, and it, and they remind you why, why you love doing it, mm-hmm. and, um, and it just, and it, and it makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. Um, and it becomes sort of medicine for, for us, um, on stage, and the audience, is the, the uh, are the healers so to speak um and it's and it's great and it's great you know tony i really appreciate you taking time to talk with us if if and when you come to the pittsburgh area please let me know because i'd love to see your perform um because just listening to you and watching what you have online it looks like it'd be one hell of a show to go watch I am so appreciative of that. Thank you so much, Bill, um, and for allowing me on on your show. I really, really appreciate it. Well, I, I, really I, I again, it. I thank you very much for taking the time this evening, and I hope to talk to you again in the near future. And, and like I said, I hope to see you perform in the near future, too. So, again, Tony, thank you very much, and uh, you have a great night. God love you. Thank I, you so much. Take you, care, Bill. Okay, bye-bye. Tony Pace, the man with a voice who just happens to be funny. (laughs) His website is TonyPace.com. You can check him out if you're interested in Sim, no matter where you're at. And if you just want to see what I've been talking about, because he has a lot of stuff on YouTube, you can also uh, watch that too. And all you have to do is put in the search engine is Tony Pace. And he has tons of stuff. Again, the Julio and the Willie stuff is hilarious. Same with him trying to do the Gangnam style. <laughs> to me, that was just funny. But anyhow, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. I had fun this evening. We'll talk to you next time. And don't forget, you're listening to Online with Bill Alexander here on WMCK.FM, McKeesport, Pennsylvania. And you're also watching us on Fayette TV Channel 77 in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. And we're streaming at italknet.com. Dot com as we broadcast from the Phil Giannetti Motors Studios, high atop High Street in Brownsville, PA. If you're looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle, give Chip a call at 724-785-6800 or stop by his website, philgiannettimotors.com. So I should be saying, I think I hear music. Do we hear it yet? I think we do. No, maybe we don't. I don't know. I <laughs> I just work here. There we go. Anyway, you guys have a great one. We'll talk to you next time. Here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander.
Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumkey is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumkey will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumkey. Apply now at RumkeyCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer. Restrictions apply. If you've been a renter, you know it's stressful to find the perfect place. But Zillow Rentals make it easy. They have filters for pretty much everything. So you can find a rental that's big enough for entertaining your friends, but small enough they won't crash all weekend. Find your sweet spot on ZillowRentals.com. Have you guys noticed that you can't go anywhere without seeing designer this or designer that? Even designer furniture. On my social feeds and celebrity homes, it's everywhere. Have you seen how expensive these are? Well, if you want the sofa or recliner or bed that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends, but without the designer prices. Oh, and they're well-made, too. It's the whole package. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.